0: Skill platform for entrepreneurs. Skillfront. www.skillfront.com. Program book. Skillfront Entrepreneur Program. Certified Coaching Professional (CCP). This audiobook has been generated by using the Mac OS text-to-speech technology. As Skillfront, we thank Apple for making this technology available for us. Hi everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic day today. Thank you very much for getting the Skillfront Entrepreneur Program. Certified Coaching Professional Audiobook. My name is Yeliz Zoburgefell. We will be producing today the audio version of the renowned Skillfront book, Skillfront Entrepreneur Program, Certified Coaching Professional, written by the team of the Skillfront. As we know, audiobooks are wonderful tools in terms of getting knowledge of the world with ease. You can feel free to listen to this audiobook while you are sitting and relaxing on your couch with your cup of coffee or tea, while you are driving, while you are commuting. While you're walking, while you're training, or even while you're working without any interruption in your usual routine. And yet, I want to encourage you to get a hand at the ebook version of Skillfront Entrepreneur Program, Certified Coaching Professional as well. I believe the content presented in this audiobook will make more sense, and it will become more helpful to you if you review and digest the figures, images, graphs, and charts, which you can only see in the ebook version of this audiobook. Are you now ready to get started? yes if so then let's get started dedication to all of the skill front entrepreneurs thank you for inspiring us keeping us focused and making sure we do our best to guide you to execute ideas grow businesses and dominate your markets online and offline we are proud of seeing you while you serve your clients at your highest levels possible and positively influence their lives that wouldn't happen otherwise without you your engagement and your loyal support Skill front could not come where it is today. Welcome to the skill front. As to methods, there may be million and then some, but skills are few. The one who grasps skills can successfully select his or her own methods. The one who tries methods, ignoring skills, is sure to have trouble. Ralph Waldo Emerson, essayist and poet. New Year's Eve 2010. As the rest of the world went about celebrating the dawn of a new year heading into 2011, I lay in my bed, next to my baby who was born less than four short months ago, my husband sat next to me, and I can still remember the sound of fireworks set off in the neighborhood, I could see the colors of fireworks, reflecting off my husband's face, he turned and looked at me, while tears were pouring down my cheeks, and he said, you didn't sign up for this, we're going to fix it, I lay down and put my hands back behind my head, closing my eyes, I felt every aspect of my being filled with rage, my mind raced back to the winter, nearly 12 months before, to me getting promoted to a leadership position at one of Switzerland's largest local banks. As the manager of the busiest branch in the middle of the city of Zurich, I was leading 30 to 40 employees, contractors, and agency staff. To this day, I can't help but marvel at the thousands of working hours, the millions of Swiss francs, and the enormously complex processes necessary to make a simple financial investment product shown in our portfolio of products. And yet, there I was lying, heading into 2011, with the termination letter in my hand. It turned out that my employer didn't want to occupy their demanding positions with mothers of newborn babies. They couldn't wait any longer and quickly sent me my notification at the end of my 12 weeks of officially deserved maternity leave. At this moment, you may be wondering why I didn't go back to my corporate career, although I could have reasonably quickly find another job. Given my qualifications and job experiences, even if I had this big obstacle of having a few months old baby, let me tell you this the shock of getting fired helped me admit three very important things that I haven't been entirely honest to myself before. 1. Large companies move slowly, good ideas often died on the vine simply because they had to be approved by too many people. 2. Climbing the corporate ladder is an obstacle to doing great work. I wanted to focus on getting things done and making things better not constantly positioning myself for promotion. Politics and turf wars are an inescapable part of the daily experience of working for a large company. 3. Frustration leads to burnout. I wanted to enjoy my daily work experience, but instead, I felt like I was running a gauntlet each day. It began to affect my health during my pregnancy, happiness, and relationships with my husband, friends, and family. The longer I thought of these facts, the more I realized I wanted out. I desperately wanted to work on my own terms, as an entrepreneur, the next 10 years took me on a journey, trying to bring up my baby, become a good wife, and transform myself into the practical scientist to unlocking measurable results in every area of my life every day, a scientist I call the skill front entrepreneur, my name is Yeliz Obergefell, I am a married woman, I am a mother, I am a businesswoman, and most important, I am a skill front entrepreneur, I train entrepreneurs at all levels, from want-to-be entrepreneurs to owners of large enterprises, to execute ideas, grow businesses, and dominate their markets online and offline. I wasn't trying to become an expert. In fact, I wasn't even sure what being an expert meant. I was, and I am still trying to be a student of my own passion, helping and serving other entrepreneurs succeed in business. I wanted to set myself free after getting laid off. I had no clue that what would start with a decision to change my life would transform into a global movement thanks to the principles, frameworks, and support of Skillfront, the skill platform for entrepreneurs. I started the idea of Skillfront in 2011 with zero knowledge of marketing, sales, persuasion, closing, e-commerce, or automated digital marketing systems. On top of that, I had never delivered a service that was 100% created by me and I had spent most of my career selling other services. From 2011 to 2014, I struggled to get the message I felt in my heart and soul out to the world. Although we were having some mild success, I was paralyzed trying to figure out not only the psychology of being a female leader with my message, but also the science and technology to sustain and scale my business. I have always been an avid learner, but before I decided to learn everything I could about how I can succeed as an entrepreneur, Most of what I read was fiction. If there is one thing I am good at it, it is taking in a huge amount of information and distilling it into essentials. I am a synthesist by nature, and my travels through the business literature quickly became an exercise in separating the diamonds from the rough. The more I learned, the more helpless I felt. For every great resource I found, I had to process ten other resources to figure out how to apply that resource in practice to excel on my own entrepreneurship journey. I started to wonder. How much of what's out there, and there is a lot out there, I really needed to know. How could I separate practical business and entrepreneurship skills from the dry theory and technobobble? I only had so much time and energy, so I started searching for a filter, something that would direct me to the useful skills and keep me away from the chaff. The more I searched, the more I realized it didn't exist, so I decided to create the skill front. As of this moment, 143,487 Skillfront entrepreneurs are actively using the Skillfront platform to quickly get their ideas, products, and services out to the world, I don't share that with you to impress you, to some of you hearing this, that is a big thing, and to others, it's nothing, I share it to demonstrate what is possible when you learn, lift, and leverage the practical science and art of being an entrepreneur while combining those skills with lessons you are going to earn in real practice. So take a deep breath. It's time for you to unlock the blueprint of success as an entrepreneur and get to work. Welcome to the Skill Front. Yeliz Obergefell, Skill Front co-founder, vice president, entrepreneur experience. Become a bit better than you every day. Before you can be great, you must be good. Before you can be good, you must be bad. Before you can be bad, you must try. Jim Edwards, copywriter and internet marketer. The key to success, model the best. During one of the seminars I attended more than a decade ago in Nashville, Tennessee, I had one of the most significant aha moments in my personal and entrepreneurial growth journey, which impacted my business more than everything else I learned until today that was the discovery of thoughtful modeling to build my own skills and career. Children use modeling all the time to learn how to speak, use tools, or tie their shoes. If you look at it carefully, modeling is not only essential to build new skills, but also it's necessary for the continuity of skills, lessons, know-how, and the world's intellectual and cultural legacy from one generation to another. One caveat here, I have seen and met many people who mix modeling with copying someone else's materials, patents, works, ideas as their, and use them for their own goals. Don't do this. That is illegal and unethical. What I mean with thoughtful modeling is, 1. Look for a business that is already successful in your chosen field or a leader who has created the kind of life you want to live. 2. As Tony Robbins rightly put out there, success leaves clues. Find them. There's no need to reinvent the wheel. Those who have succeeded before you have done so, followed a plan, and you can do the same thing. Look into their history and their eyes to the top. How did they get to where they are today? What kind of obstacles and setbacks did they face, and how did they overcome them? What are their philosophies about their work and their life? 3. Use this information to build the path of your success that mirrors theirs. Your strategy may be similar to the business or leader you're modeling, or you adjust it for your present circumstances. So, I started looking at other businesses, studying how they came to where they're today. After all, their techniques worked for them, they could work for me, but for some reason, my efforts made very little, if any, success and income, I was frustrated because I could see others making money successfully, what was I doing wrong, it took me almost 4 years of studying, researching, and interviewing successful business people before I realized that what I was seeing on the surface wasn't their full arsenal of skills and strategies, the entrepreneurs who were making decent money were doing it through steps and processes invisible to the naked eye while I had learned and modeled the part of their businesses that I could see. Multiple things were happening behind the scenes that made the magic work. I found that the difference between a $10,000 and $1,000,000 business was all the things happening after a buyer initially contacted those businesses. It took me years to discover and master these hidden skills below the surface of the iceberg, but when I did it, the results spoke for themselves. I wanted to launch Skillfront because I know there are entrepreneurs like me who have been trying to be successful, yet are not having much success. This and other Skillfront programs are the culmination of a decade spent analyzing thousands of companies and their success models. I have built a number of successful companies of my own, and I have worked with tens of thousands of students and clients to guide them to build businesses in every industry you can dream of, both online and offline. This and other programs in the Skillfront platform will unlock the practical skills and frameworks that are mastered and continuously used by champion businesses and leaders in their industries. I hope that while you're learning those skills, you will realize your dreams of success are a lot closer than you think, you will soon see that by providing a ton of value, communicating effectively with your audience, and building out your sales processes and flows in a very strategic way, you can get your product, service, and message out to the world, and you can get paid what you're worth while doing it, all skills you're going to learn are evergreen, if you've tried to learn how to build and grow your company in the past, You've probably purchased books and courses that teach systems that worked when they were created but became outdated, often, before they even reached a wider audience and found their way to you. Skillfront programs, on the other hand, are playbooks for creating and scaling successful businesses that will exponentially increase your sales and income. Skillfront teaches evergreen skills, frameworks, and strategies that will be just as useful 20 years from now as they are today. It's the mission of the skill front to focus on principles and methods that are timelines, even if technologies and tools change. We don't just teach this stuff, we actually do it. There are many people teaching business and entrepreneurship from one or another angle, and the vast majority of them are making money by teaching other people's business strategies. Russell Brunson calls those people shovel sellers because during the gold rush, the people who made the most money were the ones selling the shovels today's modern shovel sellers are selling you those strategies without actually using any of the techniques themselves, the difference between skill front and most others is that we actually do this for real, that's right, the skills we are going to reveal to you have been learned and then verified by our own real world practices, or we have earned them after thousands of tests, sleepless nights, mistakes, trials, errors, successes, as well as failures, we have tried these skills in countless different industries, from law practices to multinational e-commerce giants, from coaching services to software as a service providers, from physical product retailers online and offline to real estate brokers, from healthcare, fitness, wellness and leisure providers to sport clubs and educational institutions, and everything else you ever imagine in between. We also directly work with hundreds of other businesses, advising them and increasing their profitability in almost every niche and industry you can dream of. I am excited for you to dive in and have some fun with this. So, let's get started. Skill 1. The basics about coaching and empowering others. Being highly educated does not guarantee one is able to handle the world and its various challenges. Handling goals, people, and environments require some skills. A coach is a person who enables others to learn those skills from resources and earn them from experiences. The role of a coach is to empower a person or a group of persons to make them become better performers in their life, business, art, and science, or whatever they would love to accomplish to realize their goals and dreams. Most successful individuals and companies recognize this very important element, coaching, which is vital to sustainable and ever-growing success. Thus those individuals and companies take the trouble to facilitate coaching programs and employ coaches, like yourself. It is hoped that by doing this people will learn to broaden their mindset and be more willing to work towards a common goal without having to deal with crises that are caused by individual interactions and feelings. Some of these coaching and empowering sessions try to impart the following themes and mindsets. Teaching people to take the next step to make things happen. Taking and planning are all good but implementing all the plans is equally important if not the most important aspect to every project or work environment. Therefore teaching individual how to actually move towards making things physically happen is a good start. Learning to minimize the negative elements in both the physical and mental realm is another point most coaching and empowering sessions try to impart onto their participants. Teaching each individual how to identify and eliminate or work around a negative element is pivotal in ensuring the success of a project. Imparting the knowledge of the outlines of how to successfully work together is also another prerequisite of coaching and empowering sessions. The participants are made to understand the importance of this, so that all the various timelines are promptly met within the capabilities of the groups concerned. Learning the art of staying self-motivated and energized is also taught during these sessions. When individuals are required to work together as a team it requires the adjustment to a different mindset and attitude altogether. Only when this is understood and practiced, then the success of the project at hand is assured. Skill 2. You have to be a good listener not just a good talker. In the quest to being a good coach with the desire to empower others to be in control of their individual lives, the objective should be, getting people to recognize the importance of being a good listener, as a coach and as a participant on the receiving end, this vital practice of being a good listener enables both parties to reach and achieve phenomenal progress and results in any foray, really listening is the key to understanding and tapping into the resources an individual or a group has to offer. Also by stopping to listen and take into consideration each point put forth, the respect levels on both parties is heightened and evident, true leadership qualities can be built when the true character and behavior assessments are made clearly. However in order to do this all the facts need to be clear and available thus the ability to develop the patience to stop and listen before any judgment is made at taught in good coaching and empowering sessions. Listening in order to understand and get the full picture on an idea is very important and it also ensures the right or relevant practices are put into action. Not having the correct information and not listening to all possible information may cause the wrong decisions to be made and in turn have detrimental effects. By listening one also ensures proper evaluations are done on the various aspects of a particular project. Teaching the art of listening also helps to give each individual the confidence to verbalize anything either negative or positive to ensure the success of the team or individual success of a project. This also allows for the conducive environment where everyone is able to give their own individual view to contribute to the success of the project without the fear of being sidelined or ridiculed. Skill 3. Get people to realize the potential and possibilities. A good coach will normally work to get the best out of everyone around. In doing so the coach will be able to bring out the best qualities that ensure the empowerment features are sowed and the results reaped manifold. When wise counsel or direction is sought, the function of a good coach is to work towards making all concerned realize their potential and possibilities that may not be apparent at the time. Encouraging each individual to focus deeply and draw from their inborn talents allows for the possibilities of discovering qualities that were unknown and untapped. Sometimes the coach needs to take the extra step to firmly suggest or encourage the individual to mentally force themselves to try something new. Imparting the mindset of nothing ventured equals nothing gained may be the very tool that is needed to steer the individual into mustering enough courage to try. Most people are afraid to even try because they are either convinced they can't do what is required or they are convinced that the exercise would be futile. Thus the role of a coach is to teach the individual ways to overcome these type of thought processes. Coaches also need to be aware of the importance of understanding the character and behavioral traits of those seeking these services. As a coach understanding the vital role a character tray or style plays in a project allows the coach to either use it to the advantage of gaining the success needed or allows the coach to work towards making it understood that the said character tray, or style needs to be changed. The end goal should ideally be the success in attaining the efficient personal operating levels when participating in teamwork or individual project which in turn should be shown in the successful completion of any endeavor. Skill 4. Teach Goal Planning In order to achieve success there must be a plan in place. Without adequate planning it would be very difficult to work on a particular project as there would be guidelines in place to follow and benchmark against. There are several different items to explore when learning how to plan goals successfully and fruitfully. Some of the more important considerations to focus on are actual specific goal outlines, intended goal results, timelines, individuals involved, and others. Probably the first step to consider when embarking on the journey of how to plan a goal is the actual mental picture of the said goal being transformed into something more tangible like a suggested system that will be used. The next step would be to put this outline into an acceptable and understandable productive system. In doing so the various objectives and tasks can be allocated and assigned accordingly. When this is done the coach will teach on how to empower each member of the team linked to the project. By recognizing each individual's talents and potential contributions the coach helps to teach the best ways to create, organize, and allocate tasks that are suitable and doable for everyone. All through this exercise the important element of listening to inputs and outputs of everyone is important to ensure a good and balanced working relationship and environment. When teaching goal planning, another important step to consider is the seriousness of the timeline set. These timelines should be very realistic and without too much unnecessary pressure. Planning for daily and weekly deadlines will ensure the overall progress stays on track and the possible problems can be addressed immediately and efficiently. Goal planning also requires the correct tools to be identified and used for the success of the intended project. Teaching this is part of ensuring the success of the project because without the proper tools to assist those involved may not be able to function adequately and professionally thus jeopardizing the overall success of the project. Skill 5, demonstrate the importance of tracking progress. The success rate in completing a set goal largely depends on the various methods used during the journey towards achievement. The set goal, many steps are usually recommended and used for this purpose. However, the most important step would be the tracking style used to monitor the progress of the endeavor in question. Tracking the progress of a particular project ensures many things are followed like staying focused the efficiency of the tools used, the general moral of those involved, balancing the various aspects when put together and so on. The tracking progress is very important in ensuring the endeavor is completed successfully and with the best results attained. This also ensure the visibility of the project at hand is seen and felt which in turn reassures all concerned that gratification and satisfaction can be and is present to keep the motivation levels high. The tracking progress also allows for the methods and tools originally chosen to be rethought or changed altogether, if they are not proving to be of assistance so as not to jeopardize the general outcome of the project. By doing this the tracking system also creates the possibility of using other more innovative methods to ensure the project stays on track. Sometimes having visible tracking charts help all those involved to have a clearer picture of the progress and it also encourages everyone to work hard to ensure the timelines and quality of work is sustained. Tracking progress also helps those participating to contribute mentally to further complement any ongoing methods used. When new and innovative methods can be used to enhance the progress and quality of the project at hand the advantages both physical and mental are huge. For the individual suggesting the change and having it adopted, the corresponding feeling of acceptance and respect will translate to an even stronger desire to succeed. Skill 6. You have to find a motivation and use it with the person. Every individual has his or her own idea on what motivates them, in order to stay on something until the success is seen requires some form of motivation and perseverance, finding what motivates and playing to enhance and build this factor to its optimum will ensure the goal set is not only achieved but achieved with phenomenon results, inspiration. Being highly qualified or knowledgeable in a certain field does not ensure success as there is always the very real possibility of the initial enthusiasm fading or frustration setting in. Motivation is always a good tool to use when wanting to achieve a desired result. Finding each individual's motivation technique and using it to encourage higher and consistent levels of achievement is not only an advantage to tap into but also a prerequisite for success. These motivation techniques can take on many different forms as it varies from individual to individual. Some people are motivated by visual effects. If this is the case having a lot of visual aids surrounding the individual would help him or her be able to see in their minds either finished product of what they are actually working on or towards. In being able to visualize the end product the individual is able to keep their focus and attention levels at a constant optimum level. Some people are motivated by the freedom element. The goal of the possibility of achieving total freedom is what keeps them motivated to strive for success. Freedom in mapping out the desired destiny can bring on unknown reserves of zest and hunger which is a powerful motivation tool. Strangely some people are motivated by failure. Having said this, it is not wise to try to fail in order to succeed. The motivation strength that is gained but the strong desire to overcome the failure is another way to tap into the unimaginable possibilities every individual possess. Understand the personality type of your clients. Use the following four indices, attitudes and processes, to identify the personality type of your coaching clients, so you can clearly see how they took and how you empower them to accomplish their goals and dreams. These four personality indices are the following. Extraversion, Introversion, EI Index, Orientation Index. The EI Index is designed to reflect whether a person is an extrovert or an introvert. Extroversion and introversion are mutually complementary attitudes whose differences generate the tension that both the individual and society need for the maintenance of life. Extroverts, e, are oriented primarily toward the outer world, thus they tend to focus their perception and judgment on people and objects. Introverts, i, are oriented primarily toward the inner world, thus they tend to focus their perception and judgment upon concepts and ideas. Sensing, intuition, SN index. Perception Index The SN Index is designed to reflect a person's preference between two opposite ways of perceiving. One may rely primarily upon the process of sensing, S, which perceives observable facts and happenings through one or more of five senses. Or one may rely more upon the less obvious process of intuition, I, which perceives meanings, relationships, and possibilities that have been worked out beyond the reach of the conscious mind, thinking, feeling, TF Index. Judgment Index. The TF index is designed to reflect a person's preference between two contrasting ways of judgment. A person may primarily rely on thinking, T, to decide impersonally on the basis of logical consequences, or a person may rely primarily on feeling, F, to decide primarily on the basis of personal and social values. Judgment, Perception, JP Index, Interaction Index. The JP Index is designed to describe the process a person uses primarily in dealing, interacting, with the outer world. A person who prefers judgment, J, uses our judgment process, thinking or feeling, to deal with the outer world. A person who prefers perception, P, uses our perception process, sensing or intuition, to deal with the outer world. Free resource, personality test for you and your clients. Here is a free-of-charge personality test you, as a coach and your coaching clients can use. Myers-Briggs Personality Tests, Skill 7. Self-confidence must be fostered in yourself and the coach. Today the popular belief is that self-confidence is fostered by kind words, uplifting words, complimenting words and generally words that bring about the positive experience. However all the positive words put together will not come to any use if the individual concerned does not know how these words of confidence are supposed to reflect. Therefore it is imperative to build one's own self-confidence within oneself and only then the individual can be confident in other things. Waiting for outside approval in every aspect in the individual's life is not only an unhealthy way to exist but also causes the individual to lose sight of his or own self-value and thought process. Allowing the mindset that endorses the thought process that only places importance on what other people think is not the way to build self-confidence. One way of building self-confidence is by acknowledging the uniqueness of the individual and all the good and positive elements that are part of the uniqueness. When this is recognized the self-confidence gained is almost always unshakable, and therefore any suggestions or styles put forth will encounter less resistance and may even be taken as an absolute. In giving the best one can give to any endeavor and in knowing that to be a fact the self-confidence element allows for the margin to accept the results even if it is less than satisfactory. This in turn encourages both the individual and the coach to freely exercise creativeness in trying to achieve the best results. When self-confidence is built in both parties another positive outcome would be perseverance. Because of the comfortable relationship fostered through the self-confidence element, the ability to move on and continue to persevere in spite of existing problems and obstacles is clearly evident. Skill 8. Tolerance and compassion must be fostered in yourself and the coach. When making the decision to work with someone else there are a lot of various things to consider in order to ensure the smoothness of the relationship. Tolerance and compassion are just a couple of things on the long list that should be addressed. Having these qualities and choosing to exercise them in the relationship allows both parties to feel comfortable with each other. It also helps to create the platform for each party to be able to exercise freedom of expression within the relationship. Tolerance and compassion when put into practice clearly shows the intelligence levels and the ability to work towards a goal together. When mistakes are made and unfair assumptions are apparent, the tolerance element is put to the test. If tolerance is not apparent or featured in the partnership between the individual and the coach there can be serious repercussion that can lead to the eventual breakup of the partnership. Exercising compassion when it is needed is also vital in ensuring the success of the relationship between the individual and the person chosen as a coach figure. Many times people fail to be compassionate simply because they are unwilling to change their mindset to accept other styles or thoughts. Being compassionate also exposes individual to different experiences and ideas where new things can be learned and perhaps accepted. Exercising tolerance and compassion also teaches and grows the ability to seek to understand the differences that are apparent in other mindsets. This brings about the openness to dialogue and learn more from these other styles. The benefit of this exercise would not only expand the knowledge of both the coach and the individual but also help each other to come to terms with the reasons for the differences. Skill 9. Teaching from your own experiences. The reason why people become teachers and coaches is because they want to impart their knowledge on to other people. This knowledge is sometimes learnt and sometimes experienced. Though gaining information through learning is good, learning from experience is unmatched in its benefits. In this ever-evolving world today, learning though books and other media form is fairly common. However, in ancient time, the practice of passing down wisdom and information was done through actually experiencing the issues and conditions being conveyed. The same applies to the coach and individual's relationship. While teaching from material is of course needed, teaching from personal experience is better because it portrays the fact that the coach has already gone through the said lesson trying to be taught. The physical experience lends better credibility to the need to produce the results based on the simple fact that it has been and can be done. Besides actually going through the experience physically the individual is also able to relate to the exercise on a more intimate mental level. This helps both parties to be confident in pursuing a particular idea because of the knowledge that it has been done before. Teaching from experience also allows the coach to foresee any possible problems or negative elements that might disrupt the relationship or intended foray. The confidence levels are also heightened because of the knowledge gained for the previous experience. Teaching from past experience also creates the conditions that require less experimentation. For both parties concerned venturing into the intended foray would not feel so overwhelmed because the general idea and impending results are already available through the tried and true method. Most people prefer to have a coach who is experienced rather than one who just has a lot of book knowledge. When a coach teaches from experience, the ability to match each individual to the appropriate function is definitely an advantage. Skill 10. Prepare adequately when coaching others. In everything one should always be prepared. Being ill-prepared is simply allowing for unnecessary problems to occur. There are several reasons people chose to have the expertise of a coach to achieve their goals. One of the most domineering factors in choosing the right coach is the evident preparation the coach puts into his or her work. This feature portrays the level of commitment the coach is willing to put into the exercise he or she is hired to guide. Developing and coaching other people is about how coaches may effectively and successfully develop and train others to become better and more consistent performers. This material intends to help coaches learn the specifics of how they may effectively impact the learning process and training moments of people to make the difference. There are a lot of areas that needs to be covered if an individual is going to acquire the preparation skills to see the success of the chosen foray to its end. Some obvious preparations include getting to know the people involved in the sessions. Learning about each individual and their respective capabilities and demeanors will contribute to helping the coach make informed and wise decision when handling all involved. The drawback of not exercising this wise style is that a lot of valuable resources may be wrongly channeled and eventually causing the disruption or failure of the exercise. Being well informed of the latest information related to the field of choice is also very important when coaching others. The respect level shown will definitely increase because here again the commitment level of the coach chosen is evident, preparing adequately by arming oneself with the latest and best information or tools needed to be relevant, is an advantage especially if the field chosen is very competitive, where the preparation of the coach is lacking in quality it will soon become apparent during the sessions, this will then cost a lot of time and effort to be wasted as the attention span and commitment of those involved will eventually wane, skill 11 become a master communicator. There is a phrase from British propaganda in World War II that states say careless talk costs lives. This may sound little overdramatic but the fact is if you are unable to convey your message properly, or you are unable to express your message properly, then, in both of these situations, you are going to bear the loss. Now, this loss can be of life, of property, of money or any other type ineffective and improper communication will bring out different problems in our personal as well as social lives not becoming a master communicator will also hinder your ability to serve your coaching clients at your highest levels to make communication more and more effective you need to learn that there should be a harmony of thoughts between the sender and receiver why it matters if sender is conveying the message with a different mind frame while receiver is sitting in a different mind frame then Communication failure will occur and the outcome of this communication will not be very useful. Attitude improvement is another way to make your communication more effective and more concrete because a positive attitude can make your whole process of communication positive while a negative gesture can send a wrong signal in your communication and people will start to take it negatively. Communication skills have a very deep importance in any business environment and effective or ineffective communication can make organizations progressive or declined respectively. You can never say that communication has become ideal in some organization just because some of the language glitches are fixed. Instead, communication is a thing which always needs your attention and constant maintenance and improvement. While communicating at interpersonal level, you should make sure that the meaning of your discussion is properly understood by the listener. Just saying do you know what I mean in the end will not be sufficient. Damage of ineffective communication. You can always make a map that which damages and advantages you can get from ineffective and effective communication. This will not take that long to know that ineffective communication can give you lots of losses in terms of your work, time, productivity, progress and other similar things. If you have miscommunicated with your client over a certain concern then You will have to cover that concern from scratch and it will cost you both time and work and in most of the cases ineffective communication will cause you embarrassment in front of your coaching client. The best approach is to identify miscommunication as soon as possible because sooner you identify sooner you can fix it. Ineffective communication will also cause you lots of extra stress and tension because when you miss some work due to ineffective communication then. Your clients will be frustrated with you and it may happen that some of your colleague also gets disturbed with that effort. So it can disturb the whole working environment for you. 7 C's of Effective Communication There are 7 important points which can make your ordinary communication a very effective communication. Completeness will bring the desired response. Completeness means that whatever you communicate should be complete and there should be no missing facts in your speech. It is often seen that people assume some facts to be known by the audience or listeners. This is not the right approach because if you started to assume this then, you will not be able to give the whole details of the core objective. The whole idea will become confused and you'll be facing troubles in making other understand. You should provide very detailed information to your listeners and in fact you should try to provide some additional information to make your points clearer. While preparing your presentation or report, you should make sure that you are answering all possible questions which your topic can have. In this way, Audience will be more understanding about your topic and they will ask you more logical questions. It often happens that after you finish your story, your coaching client says, what are you actually trying to say? This is probably worst comment that you can get after a long explanation but you should think over again that why your client said that. There will be some flaws in your explanation or some confusing factors which have urged that person to say so. To avoid such embarrassing situations, you should try to make your point clearer and complete without ignoring any fact and mentioning even very minor details. Completeness brings the desired response from the receiver or listener or your audience. You need to include everything which you think is related to your topic of discussion and try to describe both positive and negative approaches. Conciseness will save time. Conciseness is another important aspect of effective communication and especially when you talk about business then. You should know that your message should be very concise because this will make it more proper, to the point and time saving to understand, time is very important in modern day life and no one has the time to listen to you for full hour while you can deliver the same meaning in discussion in 30 minutes, besides, if you are done necessary pause, repeat information and use other similar tactics to prolong the duration then, your audience will get bored and they will prefer to either leave the discussion or they will stop taking interest in your coaching services you should only include very relevant facts about your topic and avoid using unnecessary information to be added for example if you are making an explanation for the financial budget management of your client then you should keep things to the point and avoid giving irrelevant examples for cutting down the budget or increasing it your aim is to present ideas of your client's budget management and this does not mean that you should add suggestions because that is associated to someone else if you try to over express yourself then It may happen that you will confuse your audience with wordy expressions and there will be lots of discussion, which people will never understand due to broken language. So make your information concise and save time for yourself as well as for your audience. Consideration means understanding of human nature. Consideration is one of the most important things in effective communication because it will make sure that you understand the receiver in a better way. When you say consider then, this means... You have to think twice about certain things and make sure that you are always conveying your message in a positive tone. Even if there are some negative points in your discussion then, you should try to overcome those by emphasizing on positive points. In proper and effective consideration, it is important to understand that the more you explain benefits, more interesting your discussion will become. So you should try to explain each and every benefit of your discussion which will make people more attentive and they will be more interested in integrating those benefits in their lives. Try to focus more on you instead of I or we. This also sends a very pleasant impression that you actually care more about others instead of yourself. There is a saying that thinks before you speak and this saying completes the part of consideration. You should properly analyze everything before presenting it to others. Analyze everything from receiver's point of view because that will allow you to think about those questions which are often neglected by following just one approach. You should never use negative expressions like I hate instead replace them with I prefer. Similarly there are so many replacement which you can make and avoid all the negativity from your discussion. If you have to say confident then, you can say unstoppable, fortunate can be replaced with blessed because these words also have a positive meaning but the replacement are even greater. Concreteness reinforces confidence Concreteness means that you should be very specific and accurate about the facts and figures which you represent in your discussion The facts should be very clear and being accurate is even more important because people often give value of words and especially figures which you represent Verb choice should also be very vivid and defined and wording should be such that it should create a very positive image of your overall topic If you start to sound a little vague, obscure and general about the facts then Things will start to get confusing and people will start to think negatively. Emphasis on one thing will be lost and as a result the effectiveness of communication will not be present. If you are presenting some solid and true facts and figures then, it will automatically boost your confidence. You should try to gather figures from different surveys and internet can be a very good place to do this research. No matter what kind of topic you have but you will find things related to that topic and in all formats. You can give people's opinion about your topic and then see how your audience responds. But you should remember one thing that all the facts and figures should be specific and related to your core topic and they should not be irrelevant. Clarity can make things more comprehensive. Clarity is often mistaken by people and they think that making the fact more clear is clarity, but clarity is more about making your speech and exact message better. You need to choose your words more precisely and use simpler language to convey your message. Simpler you language will be Easier it will be for the audience to decode your message easily and they will get hold of your idea very clearly. Best way to bring clarity is to use simpler words and make simple and easy to understand paragraphs. Do not try to be too formal with the choice of words and try to remain casual in approach. If you try to be too formal in your approach and use too heavy language then, it is unknown fact that not everyone can understand the heavy and complex language especially these days people are really weak in their language and formal language has been reserved only for news and newspaper columns normal people understand just normal and simple language and it is best way to convey your message in its exact and raw form as it is mentioned in the heading that clarity makes your message more comprehensive and this is true because if you use your words then it will be easier for the receiver to receive and decode the message and he will get precise meaning of message very easily on the other hand If you made the whole message confused by adding unnecessary and heavy words in it then, ultimately, you will be able to convey half of the message while the other half will be lost in those heavy words. So make your message as clear as possible and try to use fewer and simpler words in it so that everyone can understand it. Courtesy makes relationships stronger. Courtesy means that you should some respect to the receiver, especially when it comes to business communication then. Your message should start with a respectful word and should end on a respectful clause as well. This is just a way of giving value to the feeling of the receiver. Your choice of words can depict the courtesy and you should be very thoughtful in choosing words. Always think about the caliber of the audience and if you are giving presentations to your boss then, it had even more responsibility. Always use non-discriminatory expressions because these expressions will convince the other person that you always value their thoughts. If you are being appreciative, thoughtful, and respectful and using polite words and gestures then, the receiver will feel good about your discussion and will start to take interest in your discussion even more, you can take a simple example that if some mail comes to you which is starting from simple hi, hello then, you will not value it a lot but if same email comes with saying hi our respectful and valued customer then, you will definitely try to look into it, these are some things which show professionalism of people, correctness will avoid all the confusion, to be correct, You should be aware and awareness means that you should target right audience. You should know the social, educational and religious background of the solo coaching client or audience and then, use your language according to that background. If you start to address labor in the same way as you address a CEO then, things will start to get confusing for that person. This does not mean that you should not respect labors as you give to CEO but this means there should be a different level of respect for both of these persons and you should follow certain protocols, use right language, avoid punctuation errors, use precise and accurate information. All of these features will make your communication more correct and more effective. If you start to make your language ambiguous and improper or you have too many punctuation and grammar mistakes then, people will not value your message and in the end, It will be added as ineffective communication, but you can change this very easily by adding some true facts and figures and keeping your grammar simple and correct. Now these are all the seven C's of communication and if you can learn to control all seven of them, then, as a coach, you will have a very effective communication method. In short you can say that if your message is concise, complete, considered, correct, clear, courteous and concrete then, it is said to be an effective message. Skill 12. How to implement your coaching business. Coaching should not be mixed with counseling, which requires a specialized degree and licensing. At the same time, coaches help their clients accomplish comparable goals to improve their coaching clients' lives. The main difference is that coaches tend to focus on particular areas and measured results. A business coach helps entrepreneurs grow their business. A life coach helps someone get clarity on their life's goals and work toward achieving them. A health coach works with people who want help with diet shape, and fitness, and so on. Types of coaching include, life coaching, career coaching, business coaching, executive coaching, wellness coaching, performance coaching, skills coaching, financial coaching, spiritual coaching, etc. Specific niches can exist within these fields, for example, a life coach can focus on relationships, a business coach can focus on sales skills, or a wellness coach can focus on smoking cessation, how much a coach is paid, Pay-for-coaches varies greatly depending on the coach's type, where the coach does business, and other factors. According to Payscale, pay-for-life coaches can range from $29,000 to $253,000 per year, with a median hourly rate of $32.42 per hour. Those who provide coaching to businesses are generally paid more, as companies usually have more to spend on coaching than individuals. Steps for starting a successful coaching business If you're ready to give a coaching business a go, here are tips to getting started. Decide what type of coaching you're going to do. Life and business coaching are trendy, but they aren't the only coaching types you can do. You can be a weight loss, fitness or health coach, parenting or relationship coach, organizational or productivity coach, technical coach, sales coach, or a career coach. Every subject with which you can touch and improve others lives can build your coaching business's foundations consider getting coaching training, that is why you do it the moment by engaging with this skill front, certified professional coaching, CPC, program, again, this is not mandatory, but it can help you be a better coach, provide you with helpful tools, and earn you certification, which will increase your credibility and marketability. It also goes without saying that you should have knowledge and skills in the area you want to coach in. Your ability to convey your skills as a coach can come from personal experience, but you might want additional training. For example, a fitness coach could benefit from having a fitness certification. An agile scrum coach can benefit from various scrum certifications, such as Scrum Institute's scrum certification programs set up your business decide your business structure, create a business name and get a business license required by your country, region, or city. Consult with a lawyer to write a coaching contract that outlines your services and expectations. It's important to align on goals and expectations once you start coaching and consulting your clients. Pull together required equipment and materials if you'll be doing video conferencing, download the required software, and purchase a quality headset. Some coaches record calls and give them to their clients so they can review their sessions. If you want to do that, you'll need to get the software to record and store your calls. If you plan to have handouts or homework, put those together, and be prepared. Build your website and learn digital marketing. Prospective clients need a place to learn about your coaching business, and there's no better place to sell your coaching and related materials than on a website. Write content that is client-focused and describes how you can help people improve their lives. If you have testimonials, then post them on your website, create a marketing plan, figure out your best clients and where you can find them, then develop marketing strategies to lure them to your business. For example, if you're a career coach, you should create a LinkedIn profile. If you're a personal training coach, you might want to have videos on YouTube that provide fitness tips or teach specific exercises. Market, market and market. Getting your first client will likely be the hardest. Use your personal and professional network to help. Consider offering free 15 or 30-minute coaching sessions to entice people to try you out. Start a blog or write articles for other blogs and media that provide tips that can help you gain exposure and credibility. Another great way to get clients is by offering workshops. Coaching isn't a business to take lightly. People are entrusting their emotional and possibly their physical well-being to you. You owe it to them to stay on top of current trends in your industry as well as best practices for coaches. Bear in mind while you are starting coaching is all around you. It comes in subtle forms, and other times coaching is blatantly apparent. Obviously, coaching is associated with sports, but certain other life activities greatly benefit from coaching. Take the different types of coaching businesses in this course as something to compare to various life situations where coaching can be beneficial. Remember, the essential part of starting your own coaching business is to think about and decide what motivates you the most. From there, you can look at the examples above and use them as a guide as you begin to develop a plan for your business. As the plan develops, specific strategies can be executed, giving you a jump start for a long and successful path. Success is not only measured by the immediate results from the type of effort you put into it. It will take time and effort to start the business and keep it running. There are no easy answers and learning from others will not prevent you from making your own mistakes it is important to make your own mistakes so you can learn from them and grow stronger free resources courses and certifications foundation of business and entrepreneurship course and certification certified professional in digital marketing cpdm course and certification the scrum framework book from scrum institute next steps for the pursuit of growth the life you want the marriage you want the family that you want is going to be fueled by the business you build. Russell Brunson, author and CEO of ClickFunnels. How to guarantee your position as a successful entrepreneur. I feel that it's now my job to inspire you to actually implement and execute what you have learned from this program. Let's face it, the big, vast economy is not going to accommodate you with more opportunities and more business without you taking some serious initial steps. The economy most likely doesn't even know you exist, up until now. You only operated as a small part of it, or you're just getting started. The government is not going to bail you out on your difficult days, and they certainly are not going to help you to advance and conquer on your entrepreneurship journey while you are setting yourself free. Something tells me that you didn't pick up this program because you are comfortable or satisfied with where you're in your career and business. Chances are you want to change or improve your career, build a side hustle, increase your level of flexibility and independence. Or you want to simply have much security and more available options in life and business. Otherwise, you wouldn't have finished this program. Taking the time to pick up this program and study it suggests that you truly do want to do something different. For this, I acknowledge and congratulate you. Well done to you on getting this program. I applaud you for starting it and even more for finishing it. Now, if you want the world to give you a standing ovation, put lessons in it to work. Interestingly, One of the most effective ways of perfecting these disciplines is to help others attain success and implement these actions themselves. When people with common goals and motivations come together, they tend to learn faster and become a support system for one another. So gather a group of like-minded and highly driven people who refuse to live by the norms of the mediocre. Assemble a group to discuss this program and brainstorm it with you. Ask your family, friends, and other like-minded entrepreneurs to make this program as a team then help one another apply and commit to using the actions, hold one another accountable to these commitments, this is the game, and it's the most fun game that I've ever played, you now started getting the skills you need to start building your empire or make it bigger, during this journey that we've been on together through this program, we've covered a lot of things, but there are still a lot I am going to provide you. Everything you've learned in this program is literally the same thing we would discuss and do with you if one of my skill front advisors or I had a chance to fly to you and sit in your office. You now have access to the skills that will unlock the path of success in your business and ultimately in your life. You have just learned what took me a decade to discover and master. Tony Robbins often talks about how reading a book is like taking a decade of someone's life and compressing it down to a day. My entrepreneurial journey hasn't been all sunshine and roses. There have been many ups and downs, and I fought hard to learn all these skills in this program you have in your hands, and all other programs we have released, and we're going to release. It is my honor and privilege to be able to share them with you. I still remember the excitement as I learned each of these skills and used them for the business for the first time. Whenever I meet someone talking about our programs and skills they are learning from Skillfront, I get slightly jealous about how much fun it would be to rediscover all these skills. At this moment, you just officially became our latest Skillfront Entrepreneur. I hope that you had as much fun learning as I did when I started my own journey. We will end this program now, and we will be happy to serve you again with another program. If you want to get up-to-the-minute ideas, keep yourself informed about other Skillfront programs like this one. Follow our pages on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. P.S. Don't forget, you're just one skill away. Thanks for learning with the Skillfront. I want to thank you for taking the time with our program, we hope you enjoyed studying this lecture as much as we had enjoyed while we were creating it, it would be our greatest pleasure if we managed to help you to learn a thing or two, which will guide you on your own exciting entrepreneurship journey, this program is a playbook, don't just study it once and go on with business as usual, keep it handy and refer to it often, having these tactics and using them hand in hand will give you strategies to grow your business and career geometrically, and with that, Thank you so much once again, and I wish you all the success you can dream of. Yellow Obergefell, Skillfront, what's coming next? If you want to get up to the minute ideas, keep yourself informed about Skillfront programs like this one, follow our pages on, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Skillfront, our web address, www.skillfront.com.